Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. July 14th, 2021. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Hoosier... No! Douglas, the producer. Wow. Filling in, getting us on the air. Scooter Dingus. Did he get another scooter accident? Nobody can say for sure. If you see any abandoned scooters with a little dingus, you let us know. No, he was running a little bit behind. And it really gave us a, oh, it was a throwback Thursday on way, Wednesday. Yeah, way back Wednesday. Today. Oh, yeah, way back Wednesday. That's a good one. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. You can do flashback Friday, way back Wednesday, throwback Thursday. Turn back the clock Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, m- member Monday. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. That's a good one. You, you dominated it. Uh, he'll, he'll be in momentarily, and we're glad. We've got a lot to, to get to today. This is going to be your one-stop shop for All-Star Game Talk. I didn't watch any of it. I turned on the beginning, and YouTube TV asked me if I wanted to pay more for 4K. And it's like, okay, so what are we, the cable company now? You can't just give me this stuff. Uh, but, uh, no, it was good background noise while my parents came over for dinner. So, uh, watch Shohei Otani ground out. Also, man, I just, get, shows how little I pay attention to baseball. The guy after Otani, you know, it, you know, it was the third batter. So it wasn't Guerrero or Otani, but whoever that was hit a screamer right up the middle. But, oh wait, there's a shift there and the shortstop is just right behind second base. Dude, that is the why you know, get it out of baseball. Get it out. I can watch two plays of an all-star game and realize like, well, this is stupid. Why is this still on the sport of baseball? Stupid. Dumb. Get it out. I don't I there's don't my, have I don't have I don't have an take. issue with it. You know? Yeah, it's but it's like box and chase, you know? Like this is stupid. Get it out. But here. couldn't like hitters just hit it the other way? Yeah, but think about, th- think about that. But I don't think they can though, and that's and why the game is can be very boring. I have a hard time because they don't do it for everybody. So some people can. So if you just get the people that can't do it to learn how to as professional millionaire athletes, bada boom, bada bing, problem solved. And how hilarious would it be if somebody did a shift and it just like was a laser down the third baseline that rolled for days and days. Mm. So here's the thing: is it. <laughs> Well, let's just say, okay, and maybe that's true. I still, I'm still going to have baseball as second behind playing golf in things I like to drink beer and eat a hot dog with. Like, it's just, it's just baseball. Like, I don't know. I'm just sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. There's some baseball purists, though, that are like, you wouldn't have had the shift back in the 60s because those batters would have just known exactly where they could, they could. Point where they were going to hit the ball, and that's where it'd go. I don't think everybody was throwing 100 miles an hour either, or like exercising. You know, (laughs) they were. Shout out to Prince Fielder. Yeah. Um, So you know, different eras. I mean, but it's all home run strikeouts. 
that's what's kind of boring. So I will be with those purists and say, you know what? Spray the ball over the field. Just hit it wherever. Yeah, more hits. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Dude. Big news yesterday. You're probably you, – Yeah. You, you've heard it. You've heard probably people talk about it, If uh, depending on who else you listen to. We were classic KRC curse. But we got a date for Kofi, Nick Roush. Man, it, it's actually – not a KRC curse because you heard yesterday on KRC, I said that Kofi would announce 10 days after you know the transfer portal. Kind of, sort of, in a way. But I said, hey, 10 days, that's usually when it happens. Bada boom, bada bam. 10 days later, he's making an announcement. Kofi Coburn will commit to dot, dot, dot on Friday. Who do you think? Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're, I hope you're right. Uh, I, I that would just be the perfect addition for Kentucky, and we got a lot to break down just with even having a commitment date. And I had tweeted this out, and and some people I think I don't know if they took it as a negative or not, but just making a point of it that this goes against the norm just off the get go. If it is going to be Kentucky, Kellen Grady didn't set a commitment date. You didn't get that from. Uh, I mean, not even any of the returning guys, for that matter. C.J. Frederick just committed. Even when Shubway committed, when he did, it was just, you know, I'm going to Kentucky. We haven't had the set commitment date, which you can play it a, a, a couple of different ways. On the one hand, it does kind of seem, wow, am I coming back to the home school or not? Find out on Friday, which usually those are positive news for the, the home school, in this case, Illinois. Uh, although St. John's probably the hometown school, so potentially poor word choice there. On my part, I have heard St. John's mentioned. I would be shocked if he went there. And then supposedly Gonzaga had reached out, which that makes really no sense whatsoever. It's pronounced Gonzaga. No. Apologies. They've already got one dude that gets abused in the pick and roll. They don't need another. And and Kentucky gets Kofi. That's something that we will have to, uh, to address. To keep, yeah. keep an eye on. Especially but I, because, but you, you know, yeah. they uh, they don't like to they switch everything. Yeah. So it can, it can be problematic. Yeah, and hopefully you'd have enough length inside that that could help, and I think Kentucky should. So I'm not I'm not too concerned about that. You you would take that concern and and roll with it. But so it goes against the norm. Uh, C.J. Frederick, I think I mentioned him. A, a couple other guys. So that's. But on the other side, how often does a player say, "Hey, I'm transferring," and then go back to the the original school? It has um, happened. It has. They're. Uh... I think you saw it a little bit more often this year because, excuse me, there was folks who did both when they entered the draft. Just kind of a, you know, Scotty Pippen Jr., uh, he was the first name that kind of came to mind, was like, all right, I'm coming back, and I'm also just going to go back to Vanderbilt. But I, I would say that it's more rare than not. You know, usually you enter the portal, you're ready to get the hell out of there. Yeah. It's it's not it's not the norm, and then you just kind of we're, we're going to connect the dots here throughout the show. Text on into the show five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Well, first off, hello Hoosier Dingus. Hey guys, good morning. Oh. I was uh, it's Wacky Wednesday, so I figured I would pull Trevor today. Oh, yeah. So that's your so excuse. you're super stoned. No. <laughs> no, it's not the case there. But no, I so I woke up this morning and I got to thinking. Man, it's going to be real great if I could sneak in a nap later 
Yeah, my body said, let's sneak in a nap now. Woke up, it was 12 till 7. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you didn't strike me as the type to sleep in. I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not. And and typically when my alarm goes off and I'm awake, I'm up. That uh, For me to fall back asleep is very unusual. Maybe a little too much ibuprofen last night. Perhaps, yeah. How's the arm? It's good. We're getting there. Our, when's, when's the ETA for golf? My... My goal is to swing a club on Monday. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm, man. So, but I have a round booked for next Thursday, so it has to be better by then. Have you uh, been on your strict ibuprofen regimen? I have. I already asked that. Yeah. Just making sure. Stuck to it. Said a little too much ibuprofen last night. Get with the show, Roush. Justin, stop being a baby and go swing a golf club, man. Yeah, go to the bar and kick off. Pain is literally just all mental. No, that's the thing with this arm. A lot, and I was telling a coworker this yesterday. I think sixty percent of this is mental. What? I was just kind of kidding. No, I mean, I like, I, I I was telling her, so I can't straighten my arm. But sixty percent of that is me just being scared to straighten my arm. What about a doctor's visit? Nah. Dr. Schmachter. Nobody's got time for that. Oh, yeah, especially not you. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, some people maybe, but not, I don't, not I don't, Justin uh, Kaley. I don't even have, have time no to watch. I don't have time to watch The Office. Y'all <laughs> want me to go to the doctor? <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, we're just trying to connect the dots with all this. And, Justin, I think as an outsider that, you know, you, you listen to us schmucks every day talk, but from a non-biased opinion, I, I would be interested in some of your takes on all of this. But – Roush, the only time we've heard from the dude, the only, about he only talked about Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. And he talked about his relationship with uh, Antigua and Chin, obviously. And uh, it was almost like Illinois was an afterthought. And the Illinois insiders right now, they don't know. And to be fair, I'll use it early today. Oh, wow. To be fair, the and I haven't uh, sent over the text I was, I'm, try, I'm trying to get this live stream, and yesterday it was like easy as pie, and then today it's just internet. I think it is the internet. Yeah. It's saying it can't connect to my so- connect streaming software, which was automa- I guess automatically connected yesterday. Anyways, when I get a break, I'll try to figure it out. But he he has talked only about really Kentucky up to this point. Illinois insiders don't feel great, but Mm-mm. to use my to be fair, Kentucky insiders. Seem more optimistic, but it doesn't seem so concrete. Well, that's because I think that some of the staff has been saying, I don't know about all this. And I just think that's a smokescreen. Some of the UK staff has been saying, pump the brakes? Yeah, and I think it's it's purely just to smokescreen and so that you don't get another one of those subtweets from – Illinois from Big Ten compliance. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just a bunch of stinkiness over nothing. And then you take so you're you don't you don't think there's all that much drama here. No, no, no. The only drama is what we're creating. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Um could but, be. Uh because like rec- recruiting is about relationships. This kid's taking visits nowhere else. Okay. He's an all American. He's been there, he's done that, he's been successful. You went through the list of places. Where's he going to go to do what he hasn't already accomplished at Illinois? Kentucky or Gonzaga? And Gonzaga, that's not going to happen. So it's Kentucky. I mean, like, I, I know that we, uh, in the transfer portal era, it's 
<laughs> you know, it, things are crazy right now. But I, I, I'm pretty confident that Orlando Antigua and Chin Coleman, they've had a relationship with Kofi for years and years. And he sees an opportunity at Kentucky, and he's ready to take it. So uh, even though there might be uh, some some hesitation from some, I mean, like just when Kofi Coburn entered the transfer portal, folks, I mean, the writing was on the wall. And I think some of the hesitation to just jump on that ha- has purely been uh, just a defense mechanism in case we because we don't want to get hurt. No. And, I, and I think some of it is the – the fine line you've got to toe with tampering because nobody's been called out with tampering yet. But if you were going to get somebody, all of the stars align where, I mean, I know we have a, a woe is me complex at Kentucky, but having the assistant go from one, two assistants go from one school to the next, and then you take their best player with you. I mean, I don't think you would have to try very hard to prove tampering and the NCAA hasn't done that yet, but I could see them wanting to make someone as an example just to like try to chill things out because like right now that's that's all I mean hell kids are getting on the portal and committing an hour later like that that that's the name of the game right now so I could see why Kentucky's dotting some T's and crossing some I's and taking their time with this and telling folks it's not a done deal just to make sure that they aren't the ones the one and only team that the NCAA actually tries to smack down with on tampering. Hmm, maybe that's why Kentucky put out the numbers yesterday to think like, hey, here's our team and our numbers. What? We got Kofi on Friday? Oh, see, we weren't tampering. We were already putting out numbers. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the NCAA would have a leg to stand on. What are they going to do? Go search through oh, people's they, phones? they don't. Hey, I'm thinking about hiring you as assistant coach. Think you can bring Kofi with you? <laughs> like, that's that doesn't exist. That, yeah, that evidence isn't out there. And the NCAA right now is just a complete and total mess. They're, I, I don't think they're going to launch an investigation into something that even if true, would be wildly and incredibly hard to prove. Yeah, no, no, you're exactly right. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm glad that if you're – I mean, Antigua's got to play it smart. I mean, they've already been accused of it once by one dingus program. I don't think Brad Underwood has ill will and is going to throw them under the bus, but, I mean, I'd be pretty ticked off, too, if I lost my All-American Kofi Coburn. Yeah, no, so, I, and, and that's what, you know, I, I, I guess I'm not – I do think it's going to be Kentucky. That's that's my prediction. Uh, I don't think I would say as confident as you because you seem like you're at a ten, if not a ten, maybe a nine. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm probably at like a six, seven ish. Uh, probably closer to a seven if I if I had to say. I, just because you can't underestimate the power of guilt from a grown man to a young man, and we saw it with Josh Pastner with Alvarado. I do think Alvarado would have been Kentucky's guard, not Wheeler, if Georgia Tech basically just doesn't ba- almost threaten Alvarado to yeah. a certain extent. The, the like you're the word done people here. would use would be pressure, but I mean, like, yeah, they it was they, big time they, pressure. Yeah, to the point that Alvarado was like, "All right, I won't, you know, I don't want to burn that bridge. I suppose you all have done a lot for me. I just won't go play college basketball anymore. I'll just go pro." And uh, and he left. You can't. And that happened. Unfortunately, that happens at a lot of places. And I could totally see it happening at Illinois because if you're Illinois, you just can you take more abuse from Kentucky basketball? 
I don't think you can. They are the uh, – you, you had your best season since 2005. Kentucky had their worst season oh in 100 God. years. They're worse and than the red stepchild right Kentucky now. Kentucky just, just <laughs> cleaned they, – they took who they wanted. Yeah, they got everybody except Io. So I could totally see – and Illinois fans have already done the whole, I, I'm do, I'll never support him again. I'll wish him the worst, which Kentucky fans do – you know, they say nasty things. There's idiot fans with every fan base. But there's going to be some severe pressure for Kofi to stay at Illinois, and I'm sure he won't be thought of fondly if he finishes his career elsewhere, which, of course, is ridiculous because he was player 1A or 1B – on that best team since 2005. And although it didn't have the March return that they were wanting, it uh, still was a hell of a season. And that team should be remembered fondly as big 10 champs. But I, 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 that's all the evidence connecting all the dots, laying it all out there. That's why I still think it'll be Kentucky. Justin, what do you make of this whole mess? I mean, that's exactly what it is, just a big mess, and it, it it's an unnecessary mess because I'm kind of with Roush where I'm I at like 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 on Kofi going to Kentucky at this point. It's open and shut case. Yeah, I mean, it's a what are, is this, a, is this a, a jinx on your part? Oh, could you um, be pulling the Keontae Goodwin lock yeah. jinx on us? Could this well, be a jinxy cat? That didn't work, so maybe I should say he's not going to go to Kentucky, so he does, just to make me look like an idiot. Oh, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> well, now I'm confused. I am too. Because I said Goodwin wasn't going to go to Kentucky, but he went to Kentucky. So maybe I should say Kofi's not going to go to Kentucky, and then he'll prove me wrong, and I'll look you dumb. You would actually welcome that because now you won't have to play him. At at this point? Yeah, yeah seriously. That's yeah. actually a good point. If, well, if I were – oh, yeah, if I'm a Big Ten fan, I don't know if I want him going to Kentucky because that just makes an elite team elitier. Your Elite your wrist. Yes, that's yeah. exactly there what I was looking for. Uh, but still, get him out of the Big Ten. Don't have to play him twice, maybe three times. And yeah, especially if hell? you got Trace Jackson Davis, who just right. kind of gets thrown around by him, which mm-hmm. understandably like so. Like a ragdoll. Yeah, well, yeah. But now he who, – who, who's Illinois' backup big? Well, they're – who? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, who's sitting there? Like, if Kofi leaves, no idea. Oh, like, this is my time now. It's my Gosh. show. And it's, are they? And he gotta, he's just got a rash. Are out they there. six foot eleven, two hundred eighty-five pounds? Or no. probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. Great question. I'm gonna have to look that up. Actually, no, but yeah, I mean, it is nice to have him out of the Big Ten. However, I don't, I don't know that he's imposing as many people think of him as. I mean, he's a big man. He's he's a heck of a load down on the block, but he's he's not that all that fast. Um, well, yeah, but you don't need to in the big time. Right. You're just old. old well, and, and I actually think he moves a little better than you'd think for a 6'11", well, and I have five guy. But as I mentioned, yes, he can get abused in the pick and roll. Wait, real quick. Justin, did you listen to the show on the way in? I did. Oh, Talking gosh, about my so scooter hot. accident. I was so hoping that he was like, no, just tuning, just jamming. Well, to I always listen to the Toby station Keith. on the way. All right, sorry, go on. Well, now I don't even know what I was saying. Yeah, damn. Um, I, I was just, I was really doing the trick. One of the final point I was going to say is at Kentucky, none of those concerns that I have with Kofi are present just because of how many rotation pieces that Kentucky has. If if Kofi does struggle for a game or two, Kentucky has plenty of options to bring in off the bench for him. But I, I mean, I don't know that I see that happening at all. But yeah, it, well, it's one of those things that he. There was a couple of times last year where foul trouble would obviously hurt. Um, 
And if you had just Oscar Sheboy, I could see cases where, you know, foul trouble is going to put you out for a little bit. Uh, and I also think that, I mean, if I'm him, uh, I'm kind of, like, he knows what he is right now, right? Like, you're going to be a great college big guy. The pros aren't drooling over you. They don't want you to race as fast as you can to get to the NBA. So why not go to Kentucky and be on the best team possible? Be the missing piece. I'm sure they're selling. All right, you're you're the last part we need, and you've got a lot of shooters out there. They're going to give you a ton of space that you might not necessarily had at Illinois last year. So come on down. I mean, it, it just it makes sense for all well, parties. Well, it's going to say like, hey, remember how much fun you had last year at Illinois, and how it was great to be the big man on campus and nationally be known as a top five team, top 10 team throughout the season, number one seed. Do you want to do that again? You ain't doing it at Illinois. Yep. You want to do it again with even more pieces and more depth. And uh, your guess, you know, what Cal will do the whole Wolf scouts in practice and you'll go against blah, blah, blah. blah. You'll, you know, you'll get the whole song and dance from this is going to prepare you better than what you're going to get elsewhere. And there is some truth to it. Need to go to a break, but when I when we come back, I want to talk about. I don't really like the, and everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I don't love the "we should feel sorry for Oscar Sheboy" narrative. No, no, if Kofi never, comes, never. we got a few takes on that. We'll get back to it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Let me let me let me let me. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You bite your tongue. Walker and Roush. He's not a kook. He's a brave and a decent man. He's a pioneer. He lived with his mother till he was 40. She tried to poison his oatmeal. Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. We got an inside source. L1C4 fans, stand up! Cardinals are about ready to get another JUCO commitment. Oh wow! This time, I don't even know the don't know the kid's name, but supposedly the offers are Nickel State, Bethune Cookman, oh. and Alabama A and M. Bethune Cookman, you can't. Those are the. That's it. That's the list. And Louisville's on there too. Oh, Louisville's gonna land them. That's He's picking Louisville over those options. Well, I would. I, That's, yeah. Yeah. Good for that. Easy, Alabama easy, A&M is really nice this time. Easy choice for the kid. Huh? Speak for yourself. Bad look for Louisville. <laughs> the program of bad looks. You know what was a great look? My lunch yesterday because I got Salsaritas. You went on Taco Tuesday? I really. I swear, you just advertise with us and you, you at least get me. You got one. You at least get me, yeah, and like you'll you will make your money's worth with me returning the favor. Uh, mainly because salsarita is just so delicious that if I need a quick lunch, you're in and out in no time whatsoever. And I I didn't go with the tacos. I know it's Taco Tuesday, but 
just really in the mood for a nice, cheesy chicken quesadilla. They're really generous with their meats. If you really want to ball out, you can still get double, but they're they're generous with their meats. They have the best chips, the spiciest, hottest salsa, but if you're in a guacamole or cheesy melted queso they have that the blue powerade was on point as it always is and that really is why i like salsarita so much is because they're just so fast they get you they know what they're doing they get you in and out of the line in no time and you can actually even save more time than that shockingly enough if you download the app and order online you can even do catering online that's how you know it's good had a uh, co-worker go to Salsaritas yesterday. She said she got her meal. Her chips were good, but they weren't wildly addictive enough. So what she do? She goes up to the counter, asks them for more of the wildly addictive seasoning. They gave her a whole two-ounce oh, souffle cup wow. of the seasoning oh for her to God. make her chips wildly addictive again. That is... That's what you get at Salsaritas. That is, that's a, that's they, what you get. You know, to be honest, they were probably a little, in, like, embarrassed that, yeah. like, you know, hey, we their seasoning's what make, makes the chips. Yeah. Well, and she goes every week, so she knows what to expect. Oh, good good for her, yeah. yeah. She's, the one, she's the one person I know that might go to Salsaritas more than you, TJ. Whoa. Whoa. You Big serious? statement. Yeah, she yeah. goes a lot. And never brings me anything. How convenient, right? Yeah, that's just kind of rude exactly. more than anything. They, they do the catering online. You can do it all online. And if you're not one that wants to use the app and save some money, that's fine. Call 502-897-5323. That is 502-897-5323. Salsaritas, Roush. Deliciously different. Deliciously <laughs> different. Deliciously different. All right. Before, it, it, yeah, I was going to – I think you had something. I have, ba- I have basketball jersey number hot takes. Maybe even some football jersey number hot takes. Okay. But definitely some basketball jersey number hot takes. Very concerned about Severe Wheeler. Severe Wheeler will oh – gosh, man, that is a mouthful right now. Severe Wheeler will wear – gosh, that really is a tongue twister. He's going to wear number two. Here's the last Susie three. Sells seashores. Do, here, here's four out of the last five people that have worn number two. Stacy Poole, Jared Vanderbilt, Khalil Whitney, Devin Askew. Number two? Yeah. Well, why'd you conveniently leave out Aaron Harrison? Yes, because he is <laughs> he's the only person that I could actually think of wearing number two in the Cal era. Because when I John think Wall. of two, I actually went to Ravi Moss. Wall was eleven. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. He was I don't know I'm thinking two. Oh, he's two in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, or he at least went to two well, the Wizards. Got, was it with the Wizards he was two? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, but I always I I still I go back to like the old players, you know. And you just, you're a kid. You you go back to who wore it when you're a kid. Ravi Moss wore number two. Damian Collins is wearing four. I, I go to Gerald Fitch immediately. Um, and here's another thing that I've discovered going through that. Which by the way, Nick Richards number four, great number four. Uh, number three is probably the most successful number under John Calipari. Yes. I think that's almost Tyler Ulis, Terrence Jones, Nerlens Noel, Nerlens, Bam. Ooh, I forgot about Bam. Like Tyrese three. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey was number three. Wow, yeah. B.J. Boston, like Keldon Johnson, Hamadou Diallo. We're like the best player wears ten, you know. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Kentucky, it's like the honorable number three. Yeah. So tied to I Washington. No wait. Yeah. Yes. And he's the guy who that we was- said could be the breakout star for this team. The stars are aligning, folks. The stars are aligning. I love your jersey takes. Do you have any more? Uh, I, really, I love that Lance Ware is 55. We need more big yeah, numbers. I like that Kellen Grady's a guard wearing 31. 
That's yeah. a very linebacker looking number. And to have it in a two guard, just absolutely love it. So those Shubway are, was thirty four. Yes, which is another good big that's, man that's number. That's a good big Winds man up number. Winds up with Shaq. Yeah. And uh couldn't help but notice Kofi's twenty one still available. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Well, nobody took twenty ones at that was my basketball. Well, yeah. That's the everybody that's wanted the, to be yeah, twenty one. That's the goat basketball number. There, there are there's generations of Kentuckians that grew up with that same sentiment, and I'm I'm one of them. For football numbers, really like that Will Levis is going to wear number seven. It's a great quarterback. I mean, it just it, uh, it really looks good on a quarterback, and we haven't had Drew Barker. That didn't work out well, but <laughs> Billy Jack Haskins, he was a good seven. So we have one good seven in the arsenal. Oh. One. But yeah, the Drew Barker did not. I am of the belief that seven is unlucky. Really? Unlucky number. John Elway, though, he won a couple John Super Elway Bowls in his last season. was eight. the devil. Oh. Took a Super Bowl away from the pack attack. Because he did the Whittle helicopter. Oh, that was great. It was Bush League. Really, they, them changing their jerseys probably had more to do with it than anything. Even though I love the old blue and. They needed. Yeah, well, that was like, you know, at, at the time. Those, were, those, were, those colors were like, whoa, hold on. That's yeah. sharp, folks. Oh, the, the Broncos, when they did their number change, like every yeah. youth football team wanted to change their helmets to the Broncos' helmets. Or And then you actually saw a lot of designs kind of similar, if not you know an actual Bronco, but mm-hmm. other uh, equestrians of sorts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I also like Jacquez Jones is going to wear 10, so – we're probably going to see Kentucky's linebackers wearing 10 and 5. I saw that he uh, quote tweeted or retweeted you or something yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He, he did uh, that with me. Jacquez Jones, fan of the – should we should we go all in on him? Sure, I mean, why not? He tweets us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 10's also been pretty good with linebackers. Uh, the Maxwell guy was underrated good for Kentucky back at the end of the Rich Brooks era. Maxwell Smith, yeah. No, no, no. Sam Maxwell. Different, different Maxwell. Like I do remember a, Sam Maxwell. And then there was a 10 in, like, Stoops' first year that wasn't great. Like, it was when Kentucky stunk, but he was actually decent. It was He was the running man alongside Avery Williamson. It was pretty good. So, 10's a, 10's a solid linebacker's number. I like that. And there's talking numbers. Yeah. And if you want to talk threes again, too, Dekel Crowdis were in three. So, carrying the Kentucky basketball legacy into the wide receiver room. There you have it. Yep. Uh, we had mentioned, again – Shubway will be 34. I saw a few takes yesterday of do we how do we feel for him if Kentucky does bring in Kofi? And I I, I think it's just a, a wrong take to feel bad for him. I know that's a personal opinion for people, but I just think it's a wrong personal opinion to have. First off, if people knew I'm not gonna act like him and I are buddies that know one another, mm-hmm. but I do know people pretty well that are very, very close to him. That and they, they thought he was going to Miami. They thought he was going to Miami. Yeah, maybe that was a throw off the scent with tampering <laughs> sort of deal. Smoke screened you. Could I've been smoke screened a time or two, no doubt about that. But that kid is like the most appreciative, happy, go lucky, smile on his face. Yeah, kid that you're going to probably have in the Kentucky basketball program this side of. Dominique Hawkins, like of the mold of Dominique Hawkins. And, I, and I've and i said that I don't think Oscar's going anywhere after this year, even if he had a solid season. So that doesn't change. And Kentucky can easily sell this as, look who you're going to be going up against. Like, you are the bully. You're going up, the, you're going up against the ultimate bullier. 
So if you get a year practicing against this dude, what's that going to do for your game, not just in remaining in college, but for the rest of your career? And bully bigs are – there are fewer of them, mm-hmm. but you still see successful ones here and there. There's always – you know, you can never – if you kind of got somebody that can play hard, be physical, rebound, and clean up inside, there's still a place for those players in the NBA. Maybe not as like – you know, I don't know if you're going to see a Shaq-dominant big again. Kofi. Is a Shaq dominant? Baby. Yeah, but I don't think Shaq like owned the NBA. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see that in, Co- in this day could. and age in basketball. Yeah, no, nah. not not that way. But I did see Shaq's ridiculousness because people were dogging Devin Booker, and it's like, well, Kobe could have disappeared because Shaq averaged 36 points a game in his yeah, finals. That's like, what I mean, Justin. <laughs> you know, I, like I just I I love Kofi. I don't. I think if he was the next Shaq, maybe he'd be. On his way to the NBA. I do think the days of the NBA using the bigs like they used to is over. But if if there is a comparison at all, Kofi could be that guy. But he's not ever going to put up 36 points in the finals. I do agree with you. uh, But I still think you can still have a good, successful – Draymond Green to a, a lighter extent. But, you know, even DeMarcus Cousins, who now is more of just like an offensive big that just gets abused defensively. But uh, he had a few good stretches. I'm just saying there could be a place for him, and it's only going to make Oscar better. Well, I, 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 Without knowing for sure, I can almost confidently say he would not have issues with bringing in Kofi. I would also think that not only is it not going to hurt him, I think it's going to help him. Let me put it to you. He gets to go up against Kofi every day in practice, and also he's got a lot of pressure taken off his plate now. So I, I, while his minutes may not be what he initially thought they would be, I still think that ultimately it's going to benefit Sheboy more than it's going to hurt him. If Kofi would have committed before Oscar, does Sheboy come to Kentucky? That's a that's a good question. I. St- I still think he might have. I because still think he might have as well. If you, did you, if you heard him talk to the media, he was. He had the quote about like, yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to go kill James Wiseman <laughs> because he was he just desperately wanted a Kentucky basketball scholarship offer. He really wants to play for John Calipari, so um, I think he still might have even with Kofi already on the roster. I'd, um, I'd just be interested to know that just to see where his head's at in terms of competition, but, fight or flight. Yeah, you know, and Cal always preaches it, and it gets annoying after you hear it for the thousandth time, but. That like it's not a bad thing to be in a gym full of great players. You're given the opportunity to stand out amongst those great players, and there's going to be NBA eyes on you all the time. So if you kind of believe in yourself and think you're ready for that challenge, then there's no better place than a crowded gym to allow yourself to stand out. And guess what? If you can't stand out, as long as you're patient, then you're going to it's basically like going to a basketball camp with just other great players, and it's actually kind of like a job, and you get to do it every day. Like you're you're going to become a better player just going against those practices. But at the end of the day, we you know we were eighteen, we were nineteen, we were not superstar basketball players, but people do want playing time, and and it would be you know Cal's done a really really good job with ego management at Kentucky. He's not batting a thousand, but pretty damn good for the amount of talent that he has brought in to Lexington. So I think to not believe that that he could get this under control with what seems like a good group of kids, you know, you never really know for sure, but it seems like a good group of kids, I wouldn't have concerns about it. And I think if you do, you're kind of it's kind of a loser mentality. Well, it's, and you're you're taking some you're taking some leaps there because it's very rare that there's been some problems in the locker room at Kentucky. 
So Ooh. for you to just project that this is going to be the group to do it, you're yeah, it's just pessimistic thinking. Can we even name? I mean, I, I think there were some rumblings of that last year. Yeah, I mean, like but, Hagen's I mean, was an issue when he was being an issue. Yeah. That happened, and it shouldn't have. And it cost Kentucky that Tennessee game. And honest, and honestly, I think it could have been a blessing in disguise with the way they kind of came together in an ugly win down at Florida before the pandemic hit. That's one. There, there's a few others. <sighs> But not many. Not many. Well, yeah, you got to think about I mean, it too. Cal's now been here what twelve years. Yeah, like and there's been. It's not like he's there's had. There's been hundreds of players. It's not play like for it's him. like normal teams where you know you graduate, you have players that are in the program for a long time. It's been a revolving door of dozens and dozens and dozens of different players and personalities and egos, and to only have maybe one, two, or three. That's imp- it. Really is impressive. Man, just Kentucky basketball. Overall, we're the best. Yeah, I mean, imagine cheering for a team like Louisville or Indiana. He's not even falling for it, or he's just not paying attention. No, oh, oh now his mic's not working conveniently. How convenient, mm. Mr. Scooter Dingus. What they have IU at in the bracketology? A ten seed? Sheesh. Uh, yeah, ten. <laughs> you think IU makes the tournament this year? Oh, he said yes. He said yes. Yeah. So do we think, oh, man, this could be good. What if we had – Justin, you're willing to make an IU-Kentucky football bet. Yeah. I'm willing to make an IU-Kentucky basketball bet. Nope, not a chance. See, I'm uh, Nick, I'm not that stupid. I'm just saying I will bet you now that Indiana doesn't make the tournament. Oh, uh, I don't want to bet that. No, I'd rather oh. I'd rather bet, bet like head-to-head again, but I wouldn't ever do that for basketball. Head to head, IU makes tournament. Yes, no, no. Like head to head versus Kentucky. <laughs> like I like I really like the football bet. Like win totals. It's, or whatever you don't want to bet who's going to go farther in the postseason. Those are fun bets. No, no, I'm not. Unless, you got, but you've got how many head unless, coaches do you have? Unless we get credit for NIT, <laughs> three head coaches. Let's go to another break. Before we do, you've heard about it already. You need to get excited about it. Mm-hmm. Home field. Apparel launching its University of Kentucky gear on Saturday, Big Brand Saturday, mm-hmm. and they're pumped up about it. We are too. They're gonna drop a little teaser on Friday. Pretty cool. Yes, we got that teaser is just gonna get people bonkers. I yeah. wish we could do a show after it. Mid mid tease. Yeah, mid tease, just to get our live reactions. But they'll do that on on Friday. The you can start purchasing it all on Saturday. And Kentucky Roll Call is going to save you some money because use promo code KRC for 15% off. 15% off. They are vintage logos, gear. It's going to be cool. And, and it's also like you're going to probably end up spending $100 because it's just that awesome. And you get $15 off. Boom. Just like that. Saving you money. Putting money back in your pocket. And Saturday... Kentucky, they're going to release 14 pieces of apparel. T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks. They'll have something for everybody. Definitely going to get a crew neck. Previous weeks were Notre Dame, LSU, Texas, A&M, Wisconsin, Minnesota. And they keep track of, like, you know, who has the biggest splashes, these schools. Mm -hmm. I I think when it comes to T-shirts, the nation's about to learn how crazy Kentucky is. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. people that brought you the 2K t-shirts. Pretty cool shirts. Yeah, you still have it. You had the uh, the witness shirts that Billy Gillespie hid in the closet. Billy G. 
All right, we'll be right back. Home Field Apparel this Saturday. KRC 15% Mark off. Mark we'll your be calendar. Right Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hello. We're back. This is Kentucky back. Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. On your Wednesday... I say we get to the text line, 502-414-1450, the unsponsored text line. It's jumping. I can't, I can't, what is going on with it between yesterday and then I love it. Today? People are fired up. A lot of texts today. Somebody also, well, I won't jump ahead. I won't jump ahead. Not allowed to. All right. Texter says, please don't annex Evansville. We used to go all the time when I lived in Owensboro as a kid. I had a cousin who lived in a questionable neighborhood. One time I saw a a meth house busted in their neighborhood. Guarantee it. I also found a heroin spoon and a needle downtown. And before I could ask what it was, it was slapped out of my hands. Well, yeah. Goodness. It was was probably not a fair assessment, but my childhood memories of Evansville, they tainted for me. Unless we include the riverboat gambling, then I could be convinced. Well, of course we get the riverboat gambling. Well, we would just get that portion of Kentucky gambling's grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. So we'd, you'd be able to go there and make your online sports bets, go to casinos, all that good stuff. We just take little pockets of Indiana, and that's how we get our gambling. <laughs> you know, you're not allowed to legalize it here in Kentucky for any reason. Ah, dinguses. <laughs> Y'all need to look into a Twitch stream. Just a suggestion. Twitch is a young it. man's game, yeah. and I don't get it. Yep. I'm very old. No, you're, you're probably right. We should look into it. The idea of the stream was maybe as a Patreon feature, and I still think ultimately that may be what it what it ends up being. Uh, stream today, not, not wanting to work, unfortunately. We got some solid feedback yesterday, and I think we uh, are going to try to make it the norm, whether it be just regular or on Patreon, but I think the internet here has Get, to cooperate yeah, with us. Yeah, getting the internet to work. You know, we no showed up today and it didn't That work. was weird, yeah. I want to buy a hotspot. You you are? No, you might want to. Oh. I have one. Well, I could do my phone, I suppose, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's, what? you know. Oh, today's your big caddying day. Yeah, very excited. Come on. You've got uh, Mitch Barnhart playing out there right now. He's a lefty. That's surprising. Just uh, how much you think he's throwing some back on the course? <laughs> What time do y'all go off, Nick? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm meeting <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm meeting up at 10:45 to make the drive to Lexington. So That's afternoon much. tea time. Um, but I, I'm excited because John Daly's playing in it. So <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's playing. Awesome. So maybe we uh, at the reception afterward bang a few uh, back. <laughs> Please he, get a picture with John, John Daly. Daly. Just he he's like he got grandfathered in to being. He doesn't have to be good at golf anymore. Yeah. 
It's just it's John Daly. Just show up yeah. and hit, hit smash some golf balls. What's it? What's his he drink just gets to play of golf. choice? They call him. Is it just lemonade and vodka? Is that what they call John Daly's? Yeah, I think it's called a John Daly. Yeah, but is that what it is? It's just lemonade know. and vodka. I'm not drink it. It's a John Daly. Yeah, I think that is what it is. Oh, will his son be there? I don't know. Is his son good at golf? He is. Oh, I didn't know that. His son's probably our age, right? Or son's old? a big boy too. Oh. Man, that's I mean, imagine being just a little mini John Daly coming up and smashing golf balls. But yeah, so uh looking forward to that. Kinda weird having just a random day in the middle of the week where I'm not working. It'd be nice. Doesn't that happen all the time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do, Mr. I, Real Estate Man. <laughs> Roush, I do feel like there are days where you just have it so easy. Yeah. You you have an easy you have an easy job. I'm Woo! sure I'm sure it's tough at times, but all in all, you have an easy job. You get to make your own schedule for the most part. I mean, there are some days where I'm doing less work than others. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? I've got a I've got a full time job and it's it's called dad. <laughs> That's all that matters. Text into the show, 502-414-1450. You will not be surprised to learn that every single one of Mitch Button's buttons were buttoned. Oh. You mean he had the top All button? All the way to the top. The tippy top. Absolutely. Oh, Losing one of those buttons, buddy, and let's let the normal folk at UK sporting events have an alcohol beverage or two. How about that? You Suck think, he'll, you think he'll be at the uh, Grey Goose tent or whatever afterwards? The pins. Well, there's boosters any, any, there. Any poor people there? <laughs> <laughs> if not, hell no. He's got a pretty good swing. It was, yeah, I was like, I was looking to criticize it. No, no, no issues with the swing. Very happy that I will not be swinging out there because that's just opening myself up for embarrassment. No, oh, that would be pretty good. Oh wow, Zagoria throws in. Hey, look for Florida State with uh, old Kofi. Oh, another thing I want to add with Kofi is people are like, oh, you know, are you not worried because he didn't didn't visit? How do we know he didn't visit? Yeah, we don't. It, there's well, it's dead period. He wasn't allowed to. You can, you can Citizen visit Kofi any, Coburn yeah. can go visit and tour UK's campus. It's a free country. Yeah, and that's what they did throughout the entire last year. Yes. Well, I mean, Annie probably has Coach O and Ron on FaceTime, so they could have just FaceTimed him and walked around I don't think everywhere. They are allowed to talk because oh, they is are. A dead period. Okay. Good call. I but you know, you could. Can they talk as friends? You could have mm-hmm. Antigua's wife just say, hey, here's kind of a map of UK, and, you know, if you just so happen to go by this door, I think it could be open. You normally leave the Joe Craft Center open for all Americans that happen to be in town. <laughs> just go on in and check out any any room that you want. And he did, and people say, well, if he was in Lexington, we would have heard about it. Well, he did go to Atlanta, and if he's going from, I don't know where he was residing, but let's just assume that it was in Champaign to Sh- Atlanta. Champagna. Good chance that you could potentially make a little detour through Lexington yeah. if, if that were the case. Uh, Florida State was one that I had not heard. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They get all kinds of big guys. They do. Uh, that, And you can never count out Leonard Hamilton. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Leonard Hamilton. He's a joke. Man. No, I, I think serious, he is one of Justin? the more. Yes. I think he's one. He's, the be- he, yeah. he's done more at Florida State than anybody's done at Indiana in 25 years. But he's years. done nothing. Yeah, he has. He's, he's gone nothing. to, what, like three Elite Eights in yeah. the last four years? Nothing. He's For, done nothing. Further than Justin, Indiana's gone. Yeah, they, what are they you can, talking about? I'm not, I'm not bringing this up to compare it to Indiana, so let's just get that out of the way right now. I'm, I'm talking strictly Florida State. He has not done a good job. 
and they gave him an extension. <laughs> hasn't done anything. It's Florida State basketball. He exactly. AC, he won the ACC with Florida State basketball, the best conference. How many times in his 20-whatever years? Uh, don't know, but it's maybe Florida maybe twice, State, pal. Maybe twice. Um, okay. They well, just they, I just hate how they treat him like he's a god down there. It's like this dude's not a great basketball coach. So uh, he went to the uh, Elite Eight in 2015, 2017. Excellent. Three straight six sweet sixteens in that span. Man. Uh, and uh, here, let's. I'm trying to figure out. And the out year ACC that they won the conference was the pandemic year. So oh, that oh team, yeah, they that hung a banner. Perfect. That team, yeah, that was kind what of, a resume. That was kind of cheesy. That's uh, perfectly reasonable to assume that could have been a Final Four year, the pandemic season. No. 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 A 26 and five team could not actually. No, that was that. Honest to God, probably was one of their best teams. That it was absolutely had. their yeah. best team. It was a dominant team. Yeah, I would. Really I would. I really would have liked to seen what he did with that. But I, I mean, think you're th- thinking like. He, we're saying that he's one of the best coaches of all time. We're I just don't think he's a good for coach. For a Florida State coach to have 400 wins, well, he's at 399, to have 400 wins at Florida State since 2002, that's pretty damn good. To be go to the NCAA tournament for five straight years, that's pretty damn good. Maybe maybe my hate honestly just comes from Florida State. Yeah, I mean, I mean, weird. You're, weird flex, but you know, Justin – uh, you keep us on your, our toes. You could have a number of basketball coaches probably go to Florida State and have just as good a success as he's had. No. Yeah, you could. They haven't. You could. Had nobody. You could. Ever. Oh. And the the thing that – But they to, are basketball – or they are football school. The the To TJ's point, though, is you can't count Leonard Hamilton out in these recruitments because they end up getting guys like Wani Walker. And, you know, I mean, like, they, they've they gotten some to really the, good prospects. They've been to the Sweet 16 three times, and they have gone four – under Hamilton, no, so he has five more times, and he he has more. No, they had gone three times prior to Hamilton being there. Okay, and now they have gone four times since. I mean, if that's and that doesn't include the pandemic year, which very well could have made it five. So, if that's what has, your barometer for success is at Florida State, then good job, Leonard Hamilton. It should be the barometer of success at IU. I mean, we probably less yeah. than that. Yeah. I mean, and when some when one coach that's been there for two decades has more than half of your making it to the second round of the tournament appearances, that tells you how dog poop that basketball program is. So the fact that he's been able to actually have some success there, good coach. But yeah. hey, agree to disagree. Differing minds can differ. The, the, Stupid. Also, Sweet 16 should not be the barometer for Indiana. You and all, you and I both know that. But that's the, what it is. I mean, it, 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 it will always be championship or bust, regardless of how the program's going, regardless how it's gone. Man, it's been a lot It will of always be championship or bust at, and Hoosier Nation. Mm-hmm. It just will. That's how it is. Where they're unreal. Indiana fans are unrealistic. You, We've you talked about it. You can say that all you want, but you all acted like children when you beat uh, Kentucky, a rival. And yeah. you stormed the court. And, that was just because and you've done of – And you've done that about, like, six other times. That was just teams. because of what that game meant as the – But you've done it program. to six, like, other there, teams. There is a IU book. IU has Who? a history there is, of storming there, the Justin, court. Who? There is a book written about a Sweet 16 team in our boss's office over there about it. What a surprising <laughs> season. A yeah, no, I get book. no, I get it. And I, I get where Indiana is. I get where it's been the past few – however many years. But it's the Sweet 16s are not a barometer of success at Indiana. Never mm-hmm. have been, never they will be. They stormed the court against Wisconsin in 2014. What was the yeah. significance of that game? Uh, I, uh, Wisconsin was ranked number three. Okay. La-di-da. Who else? That's it. I mean, no, that's, that's we haven't that's had another it. storm I, court. I'm sure there's probably another one. Um, Maybe Michigan when we won the conference title in 13, but I, I honestly cannot think of another court storm. 
Yeah, there's been definitely uh, hasn't been five or six. There has been, believe no. it or not. Yeah, more more than you would probably care to remember. But that's what IU basketball is now. It is far from championship or bust. Just far from it. When, until you all start acting from, like that, then I'm not buying that. Fair enough. Hour one done. Suck it, Hoosiers. Good IU UK debate. We don't get enough of those anymore. <laughs> this is KRC on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, okay. Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll, Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen pulling up an article from Jeremy Brown. From 2010, you may be wondering what an article from 2010 has to do with anything. Let me read this paragraph from Brown's article. Despite emerging victorious at home against the Golden Gophers on Sunday afternoon, the Hoosiers, 8-9, and nine, showed the nation just exactly how low the bar has fallen in Bloomington by storming the court following the sound of the buzzer against Minnesota. Wow. I'll let that sink in for a moment. Indiana fans storm the court after beating Minnesota. Justin, how many examples you need, pal? That was only three. You said five or six. I just, just wait. I mean, I, beating I, Minnesota I, is yeah. worth like seven. How many do you need for a program? That was to what? Have, so storming that the court. Hold on. Hang on. That was that was 2008, 2009. No, 2010. Okay, so we won ten games that year. It was probably our only conference win or something. You're, I but don't you're care. telling us that it is championship or bust for IU, okay, and me, then you're defending storming the court no, against okay. Minnesota. Let me let me try to put it all together. You're the guy who and, didn't want Archie Miller fired too. Well, let, no, I said I'd be okay with another year, but I was also okay with him going. So here's here's how I'm thinking about it. From the outside perspective, I completely understand Sweet 16's good for Indiana. From the outside perspective, but inside Hoosier Nation, majority of the fans, whether it's the school, it's championship or bust. It's always been that mentality. It always will be that mentality. But on the outside, I get it. It is Sweet 16. Great for IU. They got to the Sweet 16 finally. But that mentality within the program and within the fan base hasn't changed. In my opinion. Understandable. Just disagree. The facts differ. They beg to differ, Justin. And that's fair. But they really, really do. Uh, all right, Roush, we have a ton of tax, so I think we just need to kind of keep. Tons an understatement. Keep kind of trucking along with these. It all makes sense now, one texter says. It's not the lack of interest from big-time guests wanting to come on the show. It's all because TJ is anti-talking on the phone. I don't know where that that, came from. That's it. Because I think that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, I spent way too much time yesterday talking on the phone to people. No, what were you doing on the phone? It's just stuff. A bunch of annoying stuff. Being on hold with the vet or the doctor's office. It's just... uh. So not working out nail deals. Neil deals. Neil deals. No, not working out. Neil deals. <laughs> he is KSR's Neil Neil Concierge Marie. 
You're the one brokering the deals. Maybe. Who have you all? Have you all gotten anybody? <laughs> you haven't announced anybody. <laughs> Are you all just saying this because like you don't have anything lined up, but you want to make it sound like you all maybe? No, do? no, we're working on stuff. Because I saw like, Cats Illustrated got DeAndre Square. But it's also very like uh, doing a podcast called Squarely the Best. It needs to be that. Man, the one thing I noticed too. The logo's not a like. There's a square there, but I don't think that's a square. I think it was a rectangle. Man, you've just been coming after Cats Illustrated day and day. And oh, I love I just, it. I just need I need that rivalry to to keep going. There's a, there. I now want to look at the logo. Yeah, because I just I'm just staring at it and I'm like, is that a square? Is it? It might. Is it truly a square? Oh yeah, I remember seeing it's. It, it is a little bit of a generic logo. But either way, um, no, we're, we're cooking no, up it's some a, stuff. It's absolute, I think, that's absolutely a square. You're getting thrown off with the illusion of the DS in it. Oh, that's is that a, what it's, oh, it's yeah. manipulating it? Uh-huh. That makes sense. I did go to an optical illusion museum, so I should be more better versed in it. Aren't those kind of cool, some of those? You're just like, no, that's not a straight line. You're yeah, you're some of those were me. really cool. And then we had a group of like third graders show up, and it was just mayhem. <laughs> just absolute madness. <laughs> Um, Texture says, in all seriousness, put the rivalry aside. Would you guys take U of L under six and a half wins in football? Really close to putting a good chunk of change on that. My problem is, is I don't know yes. how. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think yes, but my my only hesitation is I don't know how good or bad some of those other ACC teams are. Like Virginia, they're they're one I can't get a good pulse on because like they had that good season two years ago. How good, like, Locke has completely got me thrown off on how good is actually Virginia at football. Boston College, I think, should be decent. But, like, it's just they play a lot of really average ACC teams. and But they're below average, Nick. No, you're right. And they should lose most of their non-conference games. I saw a UofL, I say media member, but just a fanboy. Yeah. Like, one of the millions of them saying this year is going to be a lot closer to 2019 than 2020. It's like 2019, you guys kind of We're backed your way. Yeah, yeah, you backed your way into a bowl, and then you played a team with that, you know, didn't. They knocked their quarterback out and broke his face before the bowl game. Yeah. Like, that was the team you beat. Congrats. I can see them getting six, but they definitely will not get six and a half. That's a good point. Probably because yeah, it's going to be a seven-win team. Probably because it's impossible. to a 30-point favorite in the opening weekend. Can you believe that? Yeah. Lizzie Monroe, very bad at football. Uh, Ole Miss giving seven and a half right now. I I say this as your all's friends. Seriously. It is yeah. it is I free mean, money. That is that is gonna be as free as I'm putting I'm going I'm putting my whole DraftKings bank account on it right now, which oh. is not as much as I'd like it to be, but it's still not to brag, uh three figures, so <laughs> it's over a hundred bucks. <laughs> seven and a mm, I'd feel good about that at like fifteen. Not kidding. So I'm getting it at half the value. Man. Now I've got to pull up my DraftKings. I feel good about the Louisville under six and a half. I think they could get to six, but you'd still you'd still be collecting if that happens. And I, I think Louisville's gonna get destroyed by Ole Miss. I think they'll probably come back and have like an inspiring close win against Central Florida. And it'll just be what the Satterfield era has been. Mm-hmm. There'll be some moments where I can understand why Louisville fans would get excited. And there will be moments that it's like you can't get this dude out of town fast enough. <laughs> and ultimately, I think that they'll they'll move in that direction, the ladder there, and and the, they will be having a coaching change. But uh, 
I, I, not, no, have you had a Louisville fan or fanboy or media member explain why they think the offense is going to be good? No, I get a lot of uh, whenever I talk, uh, like, you know, Kentucky or Louisville, that, like, the, the Louisville fans just can't believe how bullish we are on, like, yeah, you actually think that that's funny, well, but they're, like they they're, aren't willing to like their whole shtick contradict you or say why you're wrong. They just are like, oh, that's hilarious. Their whole shtick is well, Kentucky. When I grew up, Kentucky was bad at football. Thus, you're silly for thinking Kentucky's going to be good this year. Yeah, but they completely ignore recent history, and I can hear one of them probably right now. You all, you had a losing record last year. All SEC schedule Gator Bowl champs. That w- until yeah. Louisville got their BCS Bowl win, the Gator Bowl was one of the best things they'd had since Fiesta. Yeah. So and yet now it's poo poo. So no, no, Come no. On. But remember, this was a Kentucky losing season, and we got a Gator Bowl. Like Kentucky fans weren't thrilled with last season, and that was kind of our like basement. Hey, that yeah, was the floor. Well, you know, we're not thrilled with it, but we're also not we're not gonna we're not gonna get worked up. It was a pandemic season. And there was very little offense to go off of in the aerial attack, both because maybe coordinators and coaches and quarterbacks and wide receivers, there was enough blame to go around. There's reason to be more optimistic about it this season. Yeah, that's the whole Louisville. That's the whole Louisville angle. Well, you guys, you guys got to be bad. You're Kentucky. <laughs> but they don't answer how Louisville is going to be able to move the ball. I Cunningham coming back, that's great. He's, he hasn't been phenomenal, but you at least know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And to know what you're getting at the quarterback position in college football is better than the unknown. So I'll, I'll grant them that. Offensive line has slowly gotten better. So it should. there's no reason to think it won't take another step forward, but you got to also remember where it was coming from. So it's still, I think, below average across Power 5 football. That ain't good. That's not good. Wide receivers and running back, your all's guess are as good as mine. You well, all better hope Jordan Watkins is ready to make a huge step. Yeah, I mean, and we have they, and we've got no reason to think they that had he a is. Team full of wide receivers that Petrino recruited that were really good, and that's where Satterfield had some early success. But he didn't recruit more of them. That's the thing. Recruiting's going to catch up to Satterfield this year. It just is. That's how things work. You don't got the. You, you got to have the Jimmys and Joes, and Louisville just doesn't have them. Um, and I think he is like I think he's a good X and O coach, Satterfield. I do. But not good enough to overcome these recruiting woes. No, very few coaches would. I mean, you gotta. You're right. You've got to get players in there. Yeah, and I. I mean, like you said, I'm just trying to think of, I'm racking my brain trying to think of some, and uh, you know they, they, some of those uh, Petrino wins served them well, like the like Tutu Atwell. That was one of those diamond in the roughs. Like, well, he's really fast, and it worked out. Maybe Satterfield has one or two of those that can work out, but they're still going to be asking a lot from a lot of unknown. So, uh, yeah, I'm really happy you told me that that spread was available because I just had to throw 50 bucks on Ole Miss. If y'all want any more free Ole money. Miss, Ole Miss is going they're to gonna light win them by up. Like 30. You've got the best quarterback in the SEC with the best offensive mind in the SEC having six months to repair for Louisville's defense? I mean, I'm looking what? forward to the they, – They could hang 70. I mean, Justin, this is going to be an alternate line game. When it's game week and you can get some of those, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get some fun spreads out of that. Ah, man. Indiana is also plus five at Iowa for the first week. That's pretty well free money as well. Just saying. No, I don't yeah. think it is. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I did get excited looking at the golf board. I think I'm going to do the thing, TJ, where I parlay the NBA game tonight with a golf bet. 
Oh yeah, those are always really fun. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm really hesitant to like. I might just do Bucks money line just to because four and a half. You know, are they really going to dominate again? I don't know. You so feel I'm, that good that they'll win? Yeah, oh yeah, they're winning this game too. Yeah, it'll go to six. Interesting. Bucks will win the, or Suns will win the next two. At least that's what Wait, I hope. Wait, we you're on the Bucks tonight? I think Bucks win tonight, and then I, Suns I, win the next I'm, two. I'm on the Bucks again tonight. And wow, no, really? actually, I I totally agree. Retweet, retweet that take. I really just want to be able to Retake. watch a finals game down in Birmingham too. <laughs> really, really want to be able to. Do it's that. not that I disagree with you. Everybody all, but knows Birmingham's such an NBA hub. Well, you know, but just yeah, you're out at the SEC media days and you get to yuck it up with some media folks watching a basketball game. Uh, yeah, nice. They're going to be and so excited s- for Phoenix and Milwaukee. They're on, they're on Central Time too. That's your that's your answer. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And you don't you know don't have to work. Quote, quote unquote. On a work trip. <laughs> <laughs> I know how those work trips go, buddy. I, I've, I've been on them, and I, I actually never went to SEC Media Day, but I suppose that it was a pretty good party. I mean, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Especially coming off a pandemic year. Oh, you boys are going to get, and, and women are going to get rowdy. Family's also going to be down there, too. So The whole know. family? Well, my wife and kid. Oh. They're saying, oh. yeah. Oh. You know. Oh. We're with my sister. Yeah, I thought it was just you. No, 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 no. Why it's, are you, why are the wife just. Well, we, I mean, we haven't hung the, out with the. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Texture says, it really is so sad and embarrassing, though. Every Louisville fan is literally <laughs> the same how they act about UK UVL. It's so pathetic. Whenever something is going on with Kentucky sports, Louisville fans will be the first ones to let us know and how we should be concerned. Kentucky fans mentioned the controversy with Louisville. Their fans and how they should be concerned, they just brush it off like it's not a big deal. You forgot that they say, the obsession. (laughs) Kentucky fans own it when things are bad, and UofL fans act like they don't know what's going on. The literal definition of a bunch of soft, delusional, bum losers. Wow. Really sticking it to them there. Yeah, it, it's it is weird. I've I've got a group of Louisville friends. They're very sane, they're smart, but they just get drowned out by like the butt slaps. Mm-hmm. Which like it's okay to call a spade a spade if you actually care about your program. That's what you do. And I really love that this just turned into a hating ass Louisville text line, I, seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, somebody sent in a picture of U of L announcing the JUCO quarterback and the guy from Western. Carolina or Western Iowa or wherever community college and uh, said Louisville's just moved to D2 at this point. (laughs) (laughs) As good as it is to compare Louisville's D-line size to Kentucky's D-line size, I think it's more fitting to compare their D-line to the big blue wall since they will be in the trenches against one another. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's kind of apples and oranges to an extent, but you're right. Like, Kentucky's going to outweigh them by God knows how much (laughs) on the other side of the ball. Like, they're just going to absolutely destroy them. Yeah, oh, man, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, random Kofi thoughts. Ooh, is it concerning to y'all that same day Kofi said his decision date is the same day UK released jersey numbers? When you think they would wait if you knew you were going to add Kofi three days later? But they didn't add his number. Yeah, his number's still there. Smokescreen. So well, not not yeah, concerning R- Roush, at all. Roush kind of put. Uh, I think, he, I think he, they're smokescreening. Exactly. I hope you're right. It's a decent take. John Hale found a negative spin for the official numbers announcement. Fair play. All right, I need to. I gotta look it up too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love that this this texture just every single time. 
Uh, oh, they said, interesting UK put this out before the Coburn announcement. Take that how you wish. I love that the ads, the take that how you wish. It, it's not as bad as some of the uh, the TV news station social media account people that just add, what do you think, at the <laughs> yeah. end of their tweets. And it's like, that's the whole point. Like, like take that I think how I, you wish is kind of like, I mean, that's the whole point of. I feel like I've seen that on a KSR Facebook article. How do you feel? Oh, Facebook's different. Uh, uh, like, seriously? <laughs> Facebook? No, it, it, but people, Facebook, people you have respond to, to it. You, I mean, like, all right, Facebook friends out there. I'm sorry, but when you're appealing to the masses, Facebook, you're just dealing with idiots. Like, you cannot have any sort of creativity or any sort of subtlety. It's all about, like, very basic, like, how their algorithm works. Sarcasm, any irony, any sort of, like, thing. Like, like it has to be very on the nose for things to take off on Facebook. It's frustrating. I believe it. It's very frustrating. Texter says, hey, I have my bachelor's degree in meteorology. I'm positive I can give more accurate forecasts than someone's gambling picks. All right, we'll keep you in mind. I, I think that's a, a fun, silly KRC idea. We do, like, Wait, hey, so preview the up. weather for the game that weekend and also give your picks and we'll see which one's more accurate. All right, first off, if you have a bachelor's degree in meteorology and you aren't a weatherman, I mean, you think Terry wasted money in college. Hey. I mean, Jesus Christ. Meteorology? You've got to be a weather person. Is that, is that the nomenclature? You've got to be a meteorologist. So, what station are you weather on? Weatherfolk. Yeah, Weatherfolk. What station are you on, Weatherfolk? I want to watch <laughs> some of your reel. I've always said if I go back to college for anything, it would be meteorology. Yeah, why don't you show us that sweet reel of yours? I think it'd be great because Ju- Justin would be the ultimate guy that he would do the weather, and then when he would walk to the desk, he'd be like, oh, my God, that guy's so short. <laughs> wow. He could barely see over the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Looks taller. I'd imagine meteorology is a pretty tough business to get in. Probably and so. And then, like, you know, if the place you want to live, if they have enough meteorologists, then you just have to go move to another town. Yeah, it's also one of those deals, too, that, like, one of the meteorology schools is Mississippi State. So, like, you're really cutting your teeth Ooh, to yeah. get out of there. And you also have to be good looking for the most part. Like, you're going to be on television. So, Justin. Yeah, I'm out. Bad news. Whoa, you're really coming after my boy JK today. Well, you know what? When you show up late, you get the heat. You know what, Nick? I did a Louisville City game once on WHAS. Thank you very much. I was on the camera for like three minutes. You ever- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you ever called a game on TV, buddy? Uh, it was a online stream, so that doesn't count. No. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I did a I did a Kentucky gymnastics meet as well while I was on night? TV for. Is, uh, is there? Uh, do we have a link for that? Dude, I can probably I would track have loved it down. To see Justin, Justin get excited. No, about, that like, so that one was actually really fun because my color, the girl doing color with me, she was just so knowledgeable. So I would basically just keep the train on the tracks, and she would talk during their whole performance. Oh, so great. this is why she's doing this, she's doing that. Like it was awesome. It was, it was not play by play at all. It's oh, <laughs> great. We'll have to watch some gymnastic Olympics with Justin. <laughs> oh, I love he, the gymnastics. Oh, oh God, <laughs> bet you do. All right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We're not. We even put a dent in the text line. That's just going to be today's show. When, uh, you know, turns into a Louisville uh, crap fest. And IU's gotten it pretty bad today as well. Man, we're really, really playing the hits, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Go Cats!
Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Everybody in the car, vote leads in two minutes. Or perhaps you don't want to see the second largest ball of twine on the face of the earth, which is only four short hours away. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Did you see the tweet of, this could be a KSR post if it isn't already, the annual tuition of the best private school football teams in America? A little surprised they don't have Trinity on this list, if we're being honest. Mm, I haven't seen this tweet. Okay. Max Preps tweeted it out. How much do you think it costs to go to IMG? Ooh, uh, 21000 49 Okay. Both are off. 67.4. Yeah, I was going to say a lot higher. 67000 And if you have to live on campus, which, you know, you most do. of the people that go to IMG yeah. do, uh, you're moving up to 84.4. A year. What? Is bulls on that a list. A year. No. That's surprising because they're like 40000 All right, let me continue with the list. American Heritage in Florida. Yep. Uh, 33386 My God. St. Joseph's Prep in Pennsylvania, you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. 25,100. De La Salle in California, 20,710. Seems like a bargain in California. Bergen Catholic in New Jersey, 18,300. Modern day. Devin Askew, 18,100. Servite, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. 18,015. St. Xavier, Ohio. 15. 16,120 smackers. Good for Louisville for staying off that list. John Bosco, California, fifteen thousand five hundred and seventy-five, and number ten, Bishop Gorman in Las or Nevada, fourteen thousand three hundred. Those are all of them. That's the that's the top ten. Not everybody reported then. Well, I mean, that's just... the best private school football teams. Oh, okay. so it's not the got most you. expensive private schools, you. obviously, but the ones that have good eighty-four thousand dollars IMG. They better just hand you a list like what college would you like to get into if you're paying that much money i mean mean, they basically do they better yeah but all right think about it though how many years of tuition are you paying four Uh, most of them only pay one play one or pay one or two all right at img you're kind of you don't normally have like freshmen start at img yeah yeah it's usually like and most of those players they're i'm sure they're not i'm sure that's getting comped what i would what i would wonder is the eighty thousand you're spending at one year how much is like can that value be recouped with a college scholarship? Like, is even a college scholarship worth that much money for four years? I think out uh, of state it would out be out of state, definitely, no doubt about but it. But in state Kentucky, no. Like, if it, no, it's like even five years, and you got your master's, it's going to be like sixty. Yeah, I think that is growing since we've been there. For what it's worth, yeah. But when when I'm I mean the board is definitely a lot more because confident of, that of, of like the amenities got got upgraded and stuff. College was less expensive than high school. Yeah, when we were there, but I don't. I, it's probably not the case anymore. Or it's close to it. Yeah, I don't know. That's I would like to know, but uh, I'm not sure. Let's get back to the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. 
Random Dare Rosenthal question. Okay. Where do you think he ultimately plays? A lot of people are assuming he comes in and plays right tackle because Kennard came back to prove he can play left. Our line, Kennard included, has not looked great while pass blocking and limited opportunities. Yeah, you're right about the limited mm-hmm. opportunities. I just don't see how you don't put Dare on the left so you don't have to worry about that blind side at all as he is an elite pass blocker. So this is a good concern, Texture. We actually talked about it on the 11 personnel podcast yesterday the real 11 personnel and look at suggestion what he thinks is going to be the compromise and this was something i hadn't thought of before you should listen to find out no just kidding uh but is talking to them about having one play the field and one play the boundary so that they can that they'll switch and each get reps at both sides and not only could it help the team but also help their draft stock by showing that hey I can play both. So if you're on the right hash mark, Dare's your left tackle. But if you're on the left hash mark, then he's your right tackle and Kennard's playing the left side. Like that that could be something that they do as a compromise. Huh. So, you know, something to think about. That is something to think about. Yeah. I thought that was a good question. It is a good question. Yeah, because I don't I don't have a good answer for it. Uh, but I just thought Luckett had a nice like here's something they could do because yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd, I'd have I'd throw Darrell left. <laughs> so a texter on the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Which bar does Scooter Dingus work at? I'll come watch UK set a record for points scored against a D one football team against Louisville in November. And please have another golf outing this fall. I couldn't make the last one. Well, we're we're planning on it. Well, first time listener doesn't know I work at a hotel, not a bar. It's a hotel bar, so technically it's a bar. Oh, yeah, gotcha there. Yeah, gotcha, Scooter. <laughs> Justin kind of looks like a scooter. He does look like a scooter. What? (laughs) He does. How do you look like a scooter? You can imagine like a little farm kid in Indiana being named Scooter, right? He's on the track team. He and Scooter. (laughs) Look at Scooter go. I wish that was my name, but way better than Justin. (laughs) Justin is imposing on a scooter for the KRC calendar. You're doing it all wrong. Also need Trevor and a Chippendale outfit like SNL Farley Swayze skit. Man, oh, we, Billy, could have, we could have a lot of fun. Billy with Big it. Blue really has been bringing the heat this week. Yeah. I don't know what what he did last weekend, but man, whatever you're doing, buddy, keep it up. Yeah, he earned a follow on Twitter oh, for me because yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's good, it's good content from Billy Big Blue. Canadian listener here, do you did you guys know cornhole doesn't exist in Canada? The only times I have ever seen or played cornhole are at tailgates in America. Man, the hits Weird. keep coming for Canada. Mm. That's you know, like uh, Canadians. I, I don't know if this is still the case, but they have like solo cup parties. They'd have American parties and just be solo cups because they don't have like different colored solo cups. What? Yeah, uh, just different colors. Like they don't, they didn't have solo cups in Canada. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Canadian listeners, that's still the case. Cornhole, that's a bummer. You should bring it up there. You, oh man, you could, you could be the trendsetter. You could be the James Naismith of Canadian cornhole. And maybe a hot take, but Canada seems lame. It's starting to kind of yeah, kind of is. More I hear about it. Oh, also the one thing that I know about Canada, the commercials there. It's there's no restrictions, so it's just like they pump that stuff out. If you're watching a 30 minute television show, 15 minutes is commercials. Suck it, Canada. 
Never seen Big Brother, but after hearing the name of Mrs. Walker's favorite character from season eight, sounds like it's a show that belongs after 10 p.m. on HBO, not CBS. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I don't know if you won season eight. I had not heard about this, but yeah, that's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Kentucky Roll Call. The wife and I are doing a little Big Brother podcast, only after eliminations, though, but we did just do one after the first one just for instant reaction, and I learned that one of my wife's favorite players had a... You can say it on air, but Evil Richard would be. Oh, that was his name on Big Brother. Huh. And uh, I was That's like, "What?" Actually a funny name for. <laughs> 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 we'll have. Uh, wait, I jumped. Where are we? Uh, a texture says, "Just we'll have tepid fans, but watch the switch up if we beat Duke in Game One." No, you're exactly right. If I mean, oh, Kentucky yeah. beats Coach K, and I don't think we will have tepid. I mean, some will be tepid, but. You get Kofi on Friday, Woo! and it's going – the rest of the – the country gets so annoyed with uh, rowdy Kentucky fans. We've got some bad news for the rest of the country if Kofi picks Kentucky. What do we got here? Oh, this is a screenshot of an app alert from SeatGeek that says, Louisville Cardinal football tickets is right around the corner. Is this Louisville Cardinals football team's year? <laughs> I didn't say doubt it. <laughs> I just like in like the auto format, it has to be Louisville Cardinals football team. What's up, fellas? Just venmo a buddy who's in Vegas a few hundred to lay down on the Cats 10-1 to to win the Natty in basketball. I was hoping for longer odds, but I'll take 10-1. to What's your all's takes on these odds? Worth it? Also, what do you expect the odds to drop to if slash when Kofi joins the team? See you at the Barbasol, Roush. Yeah, I don't like those odds. Not high enough. Maybe ten to one to make the final four right now, but I don't to win it all. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the best you're gonna get them. You get Kofi, that probably goes down to six. Six was the exact number I had in my head. Seven, maybe even like seven to two or something like that. But you, you if you mm-hmm. want to put in a Kentucky future, you do it before Friday, because if Kentucky were to get Kofi, then that number is. You're not going to get the same value. I think 10 to 1 is all right. You always kind of get hosed over when betting Kentucky just because there's so many Kentucky fans that just do that bet or people that don't know right, sport are right. like, well, Kentucky probably going to win it. But mm-hmm. yeah. All right. A texter says, PK guy, PK guy here. First off, how dare you? <laughs> Good start to the text. Second, to the texter that called me out can suck it a thousand percent. Sorry if local U8 referees aren't my barometer for acceptable soccer lingo. Oh, yes! Man, we got cornhole people going at it. We got soccer, soccer people going at it. I can't wait till this, we get the Bang and Chains crew fighting this text over something. Line. It's going to look like Anchorman if we ever have like a KRC tailgate. <laughs> You're just going to get people. Uh, somebody, Brick's going to kill a guy. Show for the trident. The scooter's going to have an accident. It's just uh, it's going to be a real it's gonna be chaos. It's my yeah. weapon. I'll just sling my razor scooter around. <laughs> oh, watch out for your ankles then, because that's mm. those things can kill. Oh, they really can. Yeah. TJ, I think I made the right decision by taking away the home field advantage stake for the winner of the All-Star game. For as casual of a game it is, is for the players, penalizing a team as serious as a World Series, it's completely overboard. They really want to make sure the players take the game seriously. Just put on a, an amount at stake for the players that would earn had their team win the game. The Home Run Derby champ won a million. Yeah, like, I'd be I'd be cool with that as well. I don't know why all sorts of games don't do that. Just have like a five million dollar pool that gets split between the teams. I know it's easier said than done just to pull five million, but for the MLB or NBA and certainly for the NFL, like yes, that's that's a that's nothing that they that they could easily do that. But 
No, I liked it. The stakes were absolutely ginormous, and you didn't know if you were necessarily playing for yourself or if you knew that it was meaningless, but hey, here's finally a game that we can kind of thrive in. Yeah, it was a big deal. Home field advantage in the World Series is a big deal, but why is why is a random game in July better than, okay, let's go with overall records. You played in the easiest division in baseball, and we played in the hardest, so yeah, you got me by a game, but yeah, you get home field. There's no good way to do it. There's no good way to do it. I've made this fight when they – I really – that was like the old sports soccer days mm. when they made this decision. I was real fired up yeah, about the, it. Yeah, the, the gall to talk about sports on your show. But I Jeez. promise that, uh, like, it it has impacted Boston and, and the Red Sox, and I'm fine with it. doesn't bother me in the slightest when they did it. Uh, go go win the All-Star game. It, th- that was fun. And it kind of gave like a little ALNL spirit. Nobody ever cares about what league you're in and that sort of deal. But yeah. for that All-Star game, you kind of did. So disagree, but I understand what you're saying. And I would I would settle for a, a big prize. You just want those games to mean something. It's just weird that it used to never mean anything, and then they had the tie and changed it where it meant something, and now it doesn't mean anything again. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It's a step backwards. It's also hilarious to see all the players and be like, well, no idea who that is. Oh, yeah. 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 I've learned that like the less and less I play sports video games, I'm just clueless on mm-hmm. like unless it, well, you know, NFL an exception because of fantasy sports, but that's technically I guess a game. NBA is easier because not as many people, but baseball, yeah, no clue. Dinga said I have heard a lot, a lot of good things about golf course. Then only knew two people that have played there. Needs to look up the definition of a lot. <laughs> I mean, those two people told me a lot of good things. Sorry, I couldn't remember them all. It was like five, six years ago, and I already have a terrible memory. Yep, he, suck it's it. even worse after falling off that scooter. Yeah, suck it, Dexter. I got a concussion. <laughs> Wait, when did you get a concussion? I don't. I just, I'll I use it as an excuse. The, the scooter incident, you knocked I'm, your noggin. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> put a neck brace on, go to the office. <laughs> Texture says, uh, or do a football press conference. You know what's funny? We went, So we were at a bar that night. Quick little, little story. We were at a bar that night. It was raining. All my buddies were like, you should just tell them you fell in here, and then you could sue the bar. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh. Then I wouldn't have to work anymore. That'd be great, except for all the freaking cameras around, guys. Thanks. Man. Couldn't happen. So are you the smart one in your group? Uh, most of the time. Oh, God. Sadly enough. Poor. Yeah. Poor. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> my, so my dad left for his big trip out west. He's going to Oh, Montana. S- sky country. It's going to be 120 degrees out there. Oh, man. My dad's just sending me pictures. Of, look at this picture that he sent me. Why? Why would he send you a picture of a full airplane? He just sent me a picture of the airplane. Why? <laughs> And then this one's one he sent also. just that We don't know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> just one guy at the front of the Wait. So, oh, so he's showing off that he's in the he's in first class. Yeah, but it's not the cool first class. It's more like the economy first class. Jesus. What is he doing? I don't know. What does he do? Why do... Okay. We'll save Live it. stream is the way to go. Wish we could see Justin, though, and hear him. And you're not missing much. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. If we me. had somebody that just had like an iota of a clue knowing what they're doing, I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to have a live stream where there's a camera here, one where we get like an under angle of Justin. Like under, you know, we'll have it like where the keyboard is. So you're, you get like the full Justin experience. I mean, my former ex boss has figured out a way to do it. So we could surely figure out a way to do it. Oh, wow. You considered him your boss? Well, Wait, do you uh, consider really, us but... your boss? 
Uh, yeah, we did it. Yeah, go take a lap, buddy. You all, you all make all the decisions whether I like them or not. So yeah, whoa, I you guess. don't like our decisions? Not always. Wow. And you all, whoa, know, and you all know this. About doing the show from home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Justin shows up late today, telling us that we need, don't do need to do the show from home. Oh, Justin won't give out more than a couple of free drinks away to the KRC crew because he's got to make money for the hotel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because I'm sure that corporate <laughs> hotel will go under if he gives out a few drinks. Love that Roush <laughs> called him a carpetbagger. <laughs> it's true. They, so they told me at the hotel that it won't be paid off for 20 years, and so I'm trying to prove some people wrong. Got to get all the oh, money I can. Oh, my gosh. Justin, no offense, you could get in a fatal scooter accident tomorrow, oh, I will, and they would just have four hires or need, need help I will on not the window. Be, I will not be there in two years. So Whoa. Yeah, I really don't care. What's your two-year plan? I don't have one. The Omni. It's scary. Let's no, I got. I've got to get out of the hotel, guys. I have to. I'm what? gonna. I'm gonna kill you someone. Love it. No, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm. I'm so tired of needy people. Just. Ugh. I mean, isn't that your whole job is just dealing with people who need things? Yes, at a hotel? I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. It's been a fun show today. If y'all were going to add something to the intro, y'all should 100% add Waka Flocka like 11 personnel did before they changed it. Shaking my head. Be better, Roush. Wow. I really just would want time to make the donuts. That's all I want. Just that somewhere. You can even make it really like poorly edited into it. That's all I need. Donuts right now. That sounds good. You hear that and it really gets stuck in your head. 1077 does it, but they say rock block instead. Time to make the rock block. Oh, man. Early morning text, texted. Texter. Yep. Not sure what they're going for. Have you guys read the Kofi Coburn replies to his announcement tweet? Pretty funny Illinois fans that they're acting like Kentucky fans saying stay at Illinois for multiple reasons. Maybe the worst text we've ever gotten to the show. Oh, wow. In in terms of using English language. And also just like, oh, so you mean people, fans online are weird? Yeah, I got to move past this yep. one. Watch the interview with SEC Mike, and I can confirm that Roush has ears. Wow. wow. Big day. Speaking of ears, I wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. You said you watched Big Meat smashing balls on Monday. I don't think that was the home run derby, bud. <laughs> Big Meat Pete. Pete Alonzo. Cool, cool nickname. Saturday down, Saturday down South shared a ranking of all D1 quarterbacks that was made by Pro Football Focus. So Pro Football Focus is list two of the top 40 quarterbacks played high school ball in kentucky i know the kentucky staff can't predict the future but i don't think they even attempted to recruit these guys wish they could have identified these guys and kept them in state maybe that's part of the reason for the coaching change last year who's the other one desmond ritter and who else which like folks desmond ritter was i mean he was not recruited by anybody (laughs) i mean really right I, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, 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 I, no. I don't remember him at even playing it. No, since he went to Cincy because it was like, what? Cincy wants me, and it's so close. Like, yes, I'm jumping on this yeah. instantly. Uh, and he was good at Saint X, but like, you didn't think. And that's part of the, kind of the perception with Saint X's offense. Sadly, still going back to the Glazer days. But yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Well, uh, I have to worry who about is the him. other one. I'm looking it up right now. Kid from maybe Bowling Green. Well, I have to worry about him this year, TJ. What's that? Well, I have to worry about the kid that went to Cincy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's Is he, good. He's starter? Oh, yeah. Been okay. starter since, like, his sophomore year. They threw him in pretty early, and it kind of clicked, and it stuck, and he's been he's been good. He's really fun to watch. Dude's a gamer. Kind of got some Steven Johnson in him in terms of, like, his 
ability just to go out there, find ways to win. Tanner Morgan, says the texter. Oh, uh, yeah, Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. Where did Tanner Morgan play? Ryle in Northern Kentucky. Just like Bowling Green. Yeah, I don't – and I don't remember him as a recruit either for what it's worth. So, uh, quarterback recruiting too, I think a lot of it's kind of a crapshoot. You know, some of your four-star guys never play it down. You know, like Tate Martell, what's that guy do? You know, like some of this stuff, it's it's funny how some work out and some just completely fall off the map. I uh, but I do think that that's like Mark Stoops' last frontier. Yeah, dude, you haven't had you haven't had an elite quarterback. It's crazy. You've had some solid ones, and you've had again Steven Johnson. He, he should be a fan favorite, rightfully so. But that's that's kind of hard to do to not have a quarterback up to this point in the Mark Stoops era. Yeah, well, a lot of unluckiness. You really a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. But the thing about it is. That's the quickest way to turn around a program. Look what Charlie Strong did with Teddy. Oh yeah, you know, like that's that's yeah. the that's usually what drives a, a turnaround, and he's been able to do it without it. There's two ways to build a program. We have taken the longer way, right? But a court, if you have a great quarterback, you know, oh, the offensive line, defense line aren't that. I mean, look at Lamar at U of L. Like those offensive mm-hmm. lines were not that good, and he had to run for his life, but it actually worked because he mm-hmm. is just an absolute freak. Have you ever been to Champaign, Terry? Big man on campus just hits different in the town that everyone drives to Saturn, and there's nothing to do. UK would be night and day for Kopi. I have been Kofi. to Champaign. I think it's one of the worst college towns I've ever Hashtag been to. Champagne and that has sucks. nothing to do with Kofi or Illinois. You could ask me that a year ago. I would have told you the same. I also I, think I, it's weird that they call it U of I. It just sounds gross. Have you ever been to Champaign, Justin? No. Gosh, it looks like like a town that just got left behind in the 40s. You know, I've actually only been to Illinois, I think, once. I went to Chicago. I don't know that I've ever been to Illinois other than that. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't in Illinois. Well, there's really – well – I mean, Chicago is like the only reason you go to Illinois, Exactly. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you drive through it briefly on your way to uh, St. Louis. Illinois is interesting because, like, Chicago is its own state and then Illinois is its own state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chicago just gets to dictate what the rest of the state – like, it's uh, interesting dynamics there in Illinois. But Champaign, I'm not, I was not impressed with. I think you could have fun going to college anywhere for four years unless you're just a complete dingus. But Champaign, after you're a college student, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you have the, a good group of friends, maybe. Ooh, a texture reminds me that Tyler Hero was also number three. Can't forget him. Uh, uh, ooh. Man, that shot Tyler Hero hit in the tournament game against Houston. Sweet 16. Uh, Justin, <sighs> do you know what it's like to watch a winning game in Sweet 16? Negative. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, you should be happy if they made the Sweet 16 of the Big Ten tournament. See, once again, that's the outside perspective. But inside the program, that's... It's not the case. Man, but I got some... He missed the joke, too. So yeah. It's a Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, saw, I read <laughs> I that mean, text... Like, ter- also, I, I read that text earlier. I was like, that's so stupid. Also, Justin, has Indiana ever won a Big Ten tournament? No. Oh, certainly. It's IU. They've won Big Ten I mean, they had no. to yeah, have, right? Right. Nope. Never. No. We've never Come won the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't even yeah, know. I don't even... Stop yanking our chain for once. Man. I don't even think we've been in the championship of the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> I just feel like we're crumbling Justin's IU Castle perception of being a good program right before our very eyes. Yeah. No, you all aren't doing that. They're, they've done that to themselves. And I, <laughs> I said that as much when I first got on this show. Like, Indiana's done this to themselves. That's what's been weird about yeah. this whole entire thing, too, is, like, Justin is defending his championship or bust, but also saying they've never won. 
Is it Big Ten tournament championship or bust? Yeah, Big Ten, what, I think that's where you're getting it all. We don't. They don't care about Big Ten tournament. Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, IU. Woo! All right. Sweet 16s are a barometer for. <laughs> that's true. Sweet 16s are a barometer for success for Indiana. Like Liberty Bowl victories or barometer for success for Tennessee football. This isn't the 1980s Hoosier dingus. Join us in the 21st century. Wow. Tennessee, they uh, actually beat Indiana in a bowl game. Remember that? No, IU was up huge in this, that game. This isn't, no, they came back. This isn't 1980s text. Are you spell check? Oh! Said Sweet 16s are a barometer for success for Indians, like Liberty Bowl victories are a barometer oh, of success oh, for. Nice oh. comeback, Justin. Yeah. Get out of here. Suck it. There you go. You got you, buddy. Oh, my goodness. John here. Good bucks by three morning. Wow. He's taking the Suns with the points. Wow. Holy. And Middleton will hit the game-winning three-pointer. Okay, so LeBron calls himself a DILF and his wife a MILF on the gram. They were at the Space Jam premiere. Think LeBrick now... Seven to ten years old kids will now be looking up to MILF and DILF while watching Space Jam. Hey, very cool with having the show on YouTube yesterday. We'll got to go talk to you later. John's just looking to pick on LeBron. John, are you going to watch Space Jam? I'm excited for Space Jam. You can. It's not going to be good. It's so, not going to be good. So, no. so going to watch it. I will watch it, but you know, I'm but I'm at least trying to keep the bar low that I could be entertained. Yeah, because my expectations are very like, low. Looney, Looney Tunes joke, like the bar is low for Looney Tunes jokes. They'll land some. They'll be fine. A texter says, Justin, do you know the other Hoosier producer in town, Intern Jack? I do not. No, me and Jack have been around the area for quite some time, but we've never ran into each other. I was actually an intern for Terry. Yes, and absolutely. I got, he got a start in the radio biz with me. Learned, taught him everything he knows. Yep. And... Uh, He's Jack's an awesome dude. Unique he, voice. I'm very yeah. He's a unique dude. He's huge, but he's got that voice. Like he's like six foot four. He's got that voice. Is he really that tall? He's a tall dude. Is he really? Yeah, like him and Trevor stand next to each other and just like tower over. Him. That is wild. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he was that tall. Yeah, he's a big dude. Uh, Texter says Andy Sweeney seems to have you triggered. TJ, are you rattled? <laughs> That's funny. Very rattled. Yeah. Very triggered. Yeah. His responses were pretty hilarious. Yeah. He did. He did the old lock. Data's oh. changed. Oh, gotcha. Which that is what Locke would do. Like you'd be like, Locke, you literally data changed. That my opinion was right then, and I'm right now. Data changed. Locke is such a treat. It only took that guy seven years to get his meteorology degree for what it's worth. So he really got his money's worth, Roush. Oh man, it takes yeah. that long. I love that we're really roasting. Just <laughs> textures of roasting one another. Who are your all-time favorite QB, wide receiver, and running back that played for UK and from the state of Kentucky? QB, oh. I'm going Woodson. Wide receiver, I'm going Keenan Burton. Running back, I'm going Pinner. If I'm remembering correctly, I think he got SEC Player of the Year. Love the show. Fun fact about uh, this is a good trivia question. Artus Pinner is the first SEC Offensive Player of the Year. They used to just have an SEC Player of the Year that was the first year they went with an offensive and a defensive player. Is yeah, I think I'd probably have to agree with that. I mean, uh, you may, you may go Lorenzen. Yeah, I would go Lorenzen, and I would probably I actually Charles really, Walker at wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the. Now I can't think of his name because uh, Trevor's not here to help me. But the kid, the guy from Wagner, Alfonso Smith, I really liked him. I don't, you know, <laughs> although he's right, yelling Toos was great mm-hmm. in the stands back in the day. I didn't know Toos was from Kentucky. The texture is full of crap. Cornhole is very popular in the Midwest, especially in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota. But cross into Canada and they don't play, I'm not buying it because it's not true. Wow! My gosh! 
gosh, Good man. drama on this text I line. Just, I love clever sentence like i'm not buying it because it's not true that's, that's <laughs> such a good uh it's just a good sentence you would think like he makes a good point all of the close to canada places big cornhole spots midwest is probably some of the more popular cornhole even though they call it bags a lot of times uh, how, how does that not bags. how do we not export it across the border so here's probably the true answer is Canada's a really big country. So I bet there is cornhole somewhere in Canada, but I bet it's pretty rare. Also, And I bet with this Canadian listener in his area, I totally believe that he's probably never seen it play. Well, because think about when you play cornhole. You played at tailgates. What are they tailgating for? The hockey game? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing in Canada. Yeah, you have a few lablats in your house, and then you head over to the game. Yeah, and you go get your uh, your, your Molson-y. Yep. Uh, this PK penalties debate is an American phenomenon. Some Americans say PKs while the rest of the world calls them penalties. It's like if a British dude argued with us that an NFL field goal is actually an FG. Same, yeah, same thing. So stupid. You're stupid. I don't... Then we call things different in different parts of the world. So you we don't have FG? to conform to the world's view of soccer. I mean, we haven't up to this point, and we don't we have call, to. We call it a different. We don't need war. to fall in line. We this call is it America. A different sport, by God. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Football everywhere. And that, we call that, it soccer. That's the drop the mic comment. We yeah. call it a whole different <laughs> name of a sport, and that's what we're gonna do. Cool first class is the one with the lay down seats. Oh yeah, just like the one I took a few weeks ago to Oregon. Suck it, senior Walker, and your normal first class. <laughs> oh Keith. man. Oh, Keith. don't give it to my dad like Keith. that, Keith. Coming from the top rope to take down Terry he, one. He is right about the cool first class, though. Where you get like you're almost like in your that. own like pod. It's like you got your Gosh, own. Yeah, it's gonna be great. You got to do it sometime. Is it true that U of L hasn't won an ACC tournament game? They've won one. Oh, they did win one. Yeah, it Good was. For them. It was that they beat. I think Florida State. According to Justin Leonard Hamilton, fraud. They may have two. They may have no. I think they do have two. Yeah. I think they have two ACC tournament wins, but they've been in the ACC a while. Intern Jack versus Justin in a scooter battle to the death. Winner is the ultimate Hoosier dingus. Jack doesn't stand a chance. I would like to see a scooter race between Scooter and Jack. Oh my well, I mean, if he's that tall, imagine how much kickoff he's going to have versus me. Well, he also would get more momentum with more mass, yeah. but also it feels much more dangerous when you're a large human being on those tiny scooters. Scooters are good time. Yeah. Good morning, TJ and Nick. On the... On the state, UK football players give me Couch, Yeast, and Hicks. Ooh, I like to See, this could be a fun – this sounds like a fun Saturday post on KSR. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going – like, couch is, a, couch is a great answer. You can never go wrong with But I think Lorenzo, that you would but, have a good list of candidates, though. Yeah. I just – I – and if you romanticize throw, I'm that would throw tight ends in there too. So like you can throw in your Tammy. Oh, and, Tammy's a no anybody that wouldn't pick Tammy. Who would be second choice? No, no, like your tight ends with your receivers. Pass catchers. Yeah. Derek yeah. Smith. He was very popular. If we're going pass catchers, I am taking Tammy over Keenan. And I and that's a tough decision. But I just romanticize and Keenan was part of that team, but like for me, until Stoops, until this most recent run, like my favorite UK memories are the the 07, even 06, when you kind of started to be like, hey, we've maybe got some pieces here. Of course, Louisville beat us down that year, which wasn't as fun. And then 08, and things started to get a little bit better until they didn't. But the couch era for a different generation, I could totally see why you know you you fall in line with those players. So it just feels good to be mm-hmm. back, baby. 
Oh, and we have some breaking news as we leave the show. Frank Solich retiring from Ohio Bobcats football today. He was the head coach there for like 30-some-odd years, maybe. I mean, he's been a staple there. So, wow, end of an era in action. taking the Bucks by five today. And that's oh what, covering. I'm I'm a little hesitant, so I'm parlaying the Bucks with Brooks to make the top ten in the open. I am not comfortable with how comfortable you all are with the Bucks, so I'm gonna take the Suns. Oh, Suns all in right. five. Hey, we could skip the juice, buddy. Could skip the juice, but me and you. Mm, nah, I haven't had good luck against bets with you. Justin, you're a weird bird, buddy. All right, everybody, thanks for the text and the show. This was a lot of fun today. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully we can get this stream to be kind of a normal thing, but hopefully I'll I don't be, run the uh, internet at this I'm, joint. Hopefully I'll be tying one on today, celebrating a victory. Have fun at the Barbersole, and we will uh, we'll see you later. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Roll TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Straightening the curve, yeah. the hills. Someday the mountain might get above the law.